Hello and welcome to episode 144 of the 6-1 IndieCast. My name is Mike Taundro. Tonight, I am joined by Austin Ernst. Hi. Kyle Stevenson. Audi. And Matthew Wright. What a 40. Um, excuse me? Huh? What? <laughs> 40, 40. 44. You know, for the shorties, uh, MCP pants, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That he was just drinking alcohol. And then I'm not even going to do the usual like meandering. <laughs> you are listening to the 6-1 IndieCast, right a weekly video elsewhere? game podcast highlighting the indie gaming scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. Tune in live every Thursday night on YouTube.com slash 6-1 Indie at 8 p.m. Eastern or catch episodes as they drop on all major podcast feeds and YouTube first thing Monday morning. If you're hungry for a little more, you can support us over on Patreon.com slash 6-1 Indie and snag some extra goodies such as Clocked Out, the IndieCast post show, or yes, we will be talking about the PlayStation Showcase. But if money is tight, no worries. You can still show your support in so many ways. Leave us a review. Follow at 6-1 Indie on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube and tell your friends all about us. I skipped a part tonight's show. We're talking about the indies at the PlayStation Showcase and uh, Planet of Lana and Amnesia the Bunker. But Matt distracted the fuck out of me and I had Father to get Jody. away. <laughs> Shout out to the PD fans <laughs> supporting over on Patreon. Last week for like 10 minutes at the beginning. I just don't remember. I remember it was random as hell. But I oh, yeah, we, were, we were talking eels. about... Yeah, eels. eels. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Carry on. I can't remember. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe Cortez, Jacob McCourt, Nicole Humphrey, play it, Jason... Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir, Jessica Sanchez, and Jill Grot. Housekeeping for you. June 1st, next week, 6-1 day. What I write in the tweet specifically. Uh, we'll, we'll be, we'll <laughs> be just get, uh, just get sharing a Verona yeah. playing in the background. Fresh coat of paint, a glimpse into where we're heading, and uh, one more thing. So join us on uh, man, just Twitter. I'm just going to tweet something out. <laughs> uh, and then uh, also on June 1st on 6-1 day, one Jacob McCourt is going to be helping us celebrate the uh, fake holiday with an all indie edition <laughs> of video game trivia. That's Thursday, June 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern live on youtube.com slash six one indie. It's going to be a chaotic time. I can't wait. Jacob yeah. does masterful work. Mm-hmm. Jeopardy hire him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's uh, get really yes. quickly other sure. than us. Cause I was yeah, just yeah. like, what other please weird national holidays are there on June 1st? It's uh national moonshine day. Oh. Hey. <laughs> uh, National Olive Day. Okay. Black Olives. Yeah. Right, yeah. What up? Uh, Dinosaur Day. Oh, okay. okay. I'm a big right. fan of that one. I like that. Don't give up the ship day. Whatever that oh, is. I need, okay. I need context. <laughs> I need context. <laughs> All right. Let me let me open up that lake. Let me see Please. if there's anything else. Good. What was the here? Tom Hanks? Uh, Ooh, National boat? Billboard Day. Captain Phillips. Oh, okay. Yeah, Captain Phillips. <laughs> I'm ship. the captain now. That one. Don't give up the ship day is celebrated every year on June 1st in remembrance of the USS Shakespeare's uh, oh. Chesapeake's commander, Captain James Lawrence. Oh, it's like if a you really were about to refuse- say Phillips, I was about to lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> they refuse to surrender the ship to the British, so I guess that's his mm. day. That's like a real genuine thing. Way wow, to fuck that's crazy. Up, man. We have a holiday just to <laughs> throw you under the bus. Uh, two more on June 1st, sure. and then we can continue. Uh, National <laughs> Say Something Nice Day. Oh, all right. Impossible on that day. <laughs> and National Heimlich Maneuver Day. Wow. Yeah. Someone choked we went to school. So. I know, yeah. You're going down the street like it's June 1st, baby. Who's going to choke? <laughs> you look like you're choking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to uh, get into video game trivia and uh, talk about dinosaurs and get fucking crunk off moonshine and possibly and save say a life. one nice thing. Yeah. One, oh, nice thing. one nice thing. Mm-hmm. We, all, we all have to say one night. We, we can say nice things to Jacob. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. To each other. 
fuck all y'all. No. <laughs> Busy show tonight, so let's get right into it. PlayStation actually showed off indie games Weird. on a mainstream platform. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to say, can you dig it? Like, no. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> Wild. I cannot believe it. But we'll talk about the AAA stuff during the post show, but like overarching impressions of what was shown in the indie space. Austin, what do you think? Good outing? Um, good outing, yeah. Considering I was like, that number wasn't very high. And you guys were like, it was pretty high. And I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> there was a lot of indies. Holy crap. Like, I knew it yeah. was a genuine amount. But then you guys are like, no, Austin, like, open your eyes. And I'm like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it, like way more than anticipated for sure. Yeah, Matt? Uh, definitely that Technicolor Dreamcoat acid trip oh, game. Oh, we'll like, get into it. Whew! Yes. Oh, Drug <laughs> the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle, before I kick it to you, I do want to kick it to two members of the coop over on uh, our discord if i could select the right channel as i keep talking i'm buying time yep. uh and johnson writes in from the ps showcase last night what indie games were you excited for what games were you hoping to see but didn't then cole kind of uh piggybacks off that uh in regards to the ps showcase find it interesting uh, to compare and contrast the reactions I saw from the PS-centric podcast, Kyle, uh, I watched the stream with versus what I saw in this Discord. Uh, it seems like most of the reactions I saw was pegged this time that it was fine to a bad showcase, while most of the reactions from our like our chatting last night into it were pretty high. Why do you think this was? Then uh, Cole shouts out Revenant Hill, uh, Neva, and Phantom Blade Zero. Phantom Blade, I don't think is indie, <laughs> Cole, but we'll count it tonight, whatever. Um, so yeah, Kyle... Uh, you're you're Mr. Uh, Sony Pony over here. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sony Pony. <laughs> the non-toxic uh, version. The non-toxic version. <laughs> the Sony Unicorn. Yeah, there you go. Uh it doesn't roll. First off, no, nah, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> first off, going off the reactions one, what did you think of the show? Were you positive on it? We didn't really get to talk about it. Yeah, no. I I think I can say as a overall video game fan, PlayStation fan that I was disappointed by the showcase. Okay. But has nothing to do with the games that were in it because they were all great. Sure. Yeah. Like I I think PlayStation had a thing that they needed to do after being away for two years for a showcase. I don't think they did it, but showing off, I think 34 games is incredible. And I think double digits of them are indies. I think was fantastic. And they definitely, fix what we've all been clamoring for is like put more eyes on them. Mm. Um, and even so there were still some indies that I expected to see here and were not. And I'm like, well, it's a bit of a bummer too. So like, yeah, I don't know. It was a tall task for them being two years away. So, but what we got was a good showcase, even though I wasn't my favorite. Thing. So segueing to uh, the other question, what were some of the ones that you believe were missing? That uh, I mean, little devil inside for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it had its own yeah, state of play. What was it? Twenty twenty one? No, I don't think it was. It was. I wasn't last year. Was it? I think it was last year. Yeah. Wow, time is crazy. It doesn't sound right. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I'll look it up. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, you know, place it, it was in the first showcase. It had its own like it yeah, headlined it, the state it was of play. The, it was yeah it was yeah it was the whole point of that showcase was like it, absolutely it, it yeah, had yeah. all that yeah 
yeah, October 2021. Jesus. Yeah, it's been a while, so mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening Where'd it go? with it. I, I inside. I, I mean, <laughs> games take time, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. no, for sure. No, it, yeah, and I understand also like it's not just a PlayStation's decision, right? They probably have to pay for those slots mm-hmm. for the yeah. showcase. So definitely. Uh, yeah, and like another one that I thought would have been nice to throw in there was Goodbye Volcano High after it mm-hmm. got delayed to August and be like, hey, don't we don't forget about it because mm-hmm. I think that was one of the standouts from the indie side of things at the very first showcase. Mm-hmm. That's what, what is the the bar for this new and digital format kind of thing. Definitely evolved into a very special game. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Um, I have a feeling the goodbye volcano high thing is because it is part of uh tribeca that's where it's getting showcased oh, there might be exclusivity there with uh keely and his folks yeah i can't think of any other like those are the two that i was like expecting yeah the outliers yeah like i definitely didn't think we were gonna see silk song that's uh no, no, no. that's xbox and i gave up on seeing Nintendo. that game until it's just yeah. shadow dropped or whatever <laughs> yeah, really quickly I, I thought that weird trivia game matt brought up was a new take on silk song imagine <laughs> they just completely we totally restarted development hollow night too they just, they just skipped it <laughs> absolutely um but yeah the it, indies here i mean top tier they were yeah. incredible if i can chime in on the showcase itself i think it was yeah. structured weird and I think the reason a lot of people are like disappointed on it is just because of timing. Like like Kyle said, it's they've been away for two years. They kind of were the point. The purpose of this showcase for me was to show us what what the next few years look like for PlayStation. And I don't know anything more than like a few other titles. Like yeah. Phantom Blade looked sure. really cool. Uh-huh. Marathon coming back, not India or anything, but like Marathon yeah, right. coming back is really interesting. Like I think you should have like opened with Marathon. Or maybe opened with uh, Metal Gear even because the the trailer itself was like kind of like a a, a bait and switch a little bit because you didn't know what it was leading into it. And then you got no information. Uh, like I think Nothing. the trailer itself is cool, but it doesn't yeah. give you any of the information that yeah. you want. So I think mm-hmm. that type of trailer is perfect for an opening. So I think maybe you open with that, put Marathon in the middle, and then close with Spider-Man in it. And I think with those three calculations, it would have been a little bit better. But... I don't. I don't get yeah, paid yeah. to do that stuff. So who knows? I, I would. I would have loved for some of these games, even some of the indies, to, to have a talking head afterwards. Be like, "Hey, sure. this is our game. This is what yeah. it is." Kind of thing. I yeah. feel like yeah, that was I mean, kind of missing. Um, I know that's hit or miss for a lot of people, but at least for some of the big stuff, right? Like you, we'll talk about it clocked out. But like, it's wild to see so many CG trailers and not knowing what the game is. Yeah, there's so a many. vibe, but nothing like. What are we doing? How's it mm-hmm. gonna work? Mm-hmm. But what the Devolver doing? showed up pretty pretty great though. There were three Devolver games. Yeah, yeah. So cool. yeah, I mean, let's let's go game by game. Um, I am taking this straight from the PlayStation blog, which actually has an indie announcement yeah. section, which is cool. great and easy. Even some of the thank you PlayStation. Even some of the VR stuff is technically indies too. Yeah. So really quickly, just to go over the VR stuff, like cool Beat Saber, it's here. Fuck, well, that's right. not indie anymore. It's fucking Facebook. Yeah. Or Meta. Sure. Whatever. Real quick, um, though, if you own it on PSVR 1, it is free for... Oh, okay. That's surprising. Yeah. Awesome. I awesome. was very surprised, too. It's very cool. Uh, Arizona Sunshine 2. I know Arizona Sunshine 1 is mm-hmm. a PSVR or a, just a VR kind of darling. I have mm-hmm. I don't have any experience with it, but I know folks really dig it as a zombie shooter. That was another weird trailer because that wasn't yeah, gameplay. Weird trailer. 
No. But that wasn't gameplay, which I was like, if that was gameplay, I'd be intrigued. <laughs> like, right. j- just messing with, the, like, a one-on-one zombie every couple minutes, I think that'd be really <laughs> fun. Just, uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> just doing that. Like, I, I would play that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the coolest one, again, you know, it, it's that borderline indie double-A whatever, uh, Synapse. Yeah. It's fucking dope. David, David Hader, Hader, right? Yeah. yeah That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it um it made me really want another super hot. <laughs> like give me a super hot in that style. I, I do also that. think it's named very, very well. Like for, yeah, for the premise and everything, synapse, I'm like, you did it. Good job, buddy. <laughs> it gave yeah, me like a, well, you're you're delving into like somebody's mind and trying yeah. to yeah. do some stuff. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Gave me a Jesse Faden control. Just picking things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, Alan Wake 2. Let's fucking go. Uh Ooh, anyway. Boy. <laughs> now for the the actual like uh playstation indies uh segment uh so got a first look at ghost runner 2 coming mm-hmm. to ps5 later this year did anybody here play ghost runner 1 i did do we, I did. Did we like ghost runner 1 it's, it's good. Really good yeah it's on the list it's hard it's it very hard that's why it's still on the list but when <laughs> yeah. you get in the groove like sure it's like if, all right and like it's instant like if you die you reload yeah like, mm-hmm, sure. it's fun I'm and shocked the second one's already here. That's right. what I was going to say. Like this yeah. soon, I was like, hmm. Driving a motorcycle down a building. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Early 2000s movies. And that's Let's not go. just, that's not even just a trailer thing. Like it looks right. like you can do that in the game, which is wild. Yeah. Shared, shared screens was reacting to this and Jim Tasty, Brett, he was like, it's Ghost Rider. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 God dang it. <laughs> I was so, but it made me so confused. I'm like, what do you mean? Because uh, you just see the bike. Uh, also, I'm sorry. What, what channel was that? Shared screens. Hi. Hello. Oh, share screens. Cool. Hey. Yeah, check them out. Weird, weird people. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think uh, Ghost Runner 1 has a PS5 version. I, I think maybe it was on PS Plus at some point. It was. Yeah. I I, that I, sounds I, right. I'm sure. gonna, yeah, I'm it does. It. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> when when this aired, uh, Matt, I thought we were getting a very weird take on uh, um, oh, what's the, the other VR game that we what the fuck's the, the fucking racing game? The PlayStation, the first party racing game. Destruction. Out. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Destruction. Uh, because, <laughs> like, Sorry. when I saw like the tower, like it looked kind of like Tower of Babel, and I was like, "No, Square Enix isn't diving back into that failed game, right?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, when they first showed the bike, I was like, "Ghost Runner," and then no, maybe not Ghost Runner, and then because the the first couple seconds is just the bike stuff. Right. I'm right. like, honestly, just a downhill like driving bikes down yeah. like a falling Dude, tower incredible. would be yeah. really uh-huh. cool. <laughs> yep. So dope. Uh, play distance, y'all. It's an oh, indie okay. game. Play distance. <laughs> it's an indie game. Uh, honestly, also, I, my my first actual thought was like, yo, imagine this was F-Zero. <laughs> imagine oh, F-Zero fuck. looked like this. Uh, next up, we got another look at the Plucky Squire, which yes. was reconfirmed for 2023. Yes. Uh, this is all possible futures and Devolver Digital, uh, kind of the Mario Odyssey-esque game where you're playing as a little lad in a storybook and you get to jump out of the storybook and go into a big world as a tiny boy. <laughs> Uh yeah, it continues to look incredible. Yeah, you got Jot and Violet and Thrash. I'm like Thrash as a name is super cool. I don't know why, but I was yeah. I was into that. <laughs> but yeah, this is one of those games where I, I'm uh, eerily anticipating getting my hands on because like this is one of those games where like if they pull off what they're what they're showing mm-hmm. on screen, it's gonna yeah. be in- incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm just a yeah. little worried because usually those transition stuff is like harder to pull off in practice. But sure, yeah. Shout out to uh, the Wizard Moonbeard, or excuse me, the Sorcerer. Who's a DJ in his spare time? I mean, the the enemy is Hump Grump. (laughs) Whoever names (laughs) these people, you're you're doing it. You get a raise. (laughs) And so, when you first like 
look at this game and it's like oh this is interesting for a devolver digital game like given like the attitude and stuff but then you get to hump grump and it's like okay there it is (laughs) and then if if they just showed if they just show the trailer where it was like just the 2d perspective or just the 3d perspective i would still think it's interesting and then like that first trailer when they switched i'm like oh like it looks so intriguing i just i cannot wait well it's actually i feel like this is the i mean i'm sure there's other examples but i feel like this is the first mainstream example of somebody doing the mario mario odyssey mm. yeah and yeah i'm intrigued to see how it turns out I, hopefully good i'm also a huge fan and i can't you guys can correct me if i'm wrong the fact that like the cuphead style of game like the hand-drawn yeah. that is reminiscent of older things like nostalgia <laughs> we're getting more of that like the storybook stuff yeah. in, in plucky squire is so beautiful it, it goes back to the conversation i think we had maybe after recording but about the art style thing where we're oh, trying to yeah. get better about talking about art style <laughs> it just looks like something i can pick up in real life and look at it it's so tangible crisp and yeah exactly yeah 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 it's it's special and i uh, hope you know hopefully I, I have faith but hopefully you know it, it it's gonna Pulls off yeah it's gonna pull things off and, get- and do the assignment I get worried because just an example that pops pops my mind is like the rift apart thing where they're like, you can go in between rifts like at will essentially. And then and it turns like out a little hitch. Well, that too, but it turns out it was only on like a very, very, very precise moments that you can do this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like they, they were very kind of like closed up about that because they, they knew it wouldn't be as intriguing. So I'm kind of hoping that when those switches happen in Plucky Squire, it, it, it does feel natural. It does feel like not that you can do it at will, but it, it just feels right rather than right. Like the rift apart thing. I'm just doing a quick look. To, I was just trying to see like the size of the team. So the website only has two team members listed. Wow. For Plucky Squire? Yeah. No way. I'm sure there's like contractors and stuff like that. Like yeah. not people associated with the, right. like directly associated with the studio, but geez. Yeah. <laughs> like a um, death store situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next up, we got my game of the show, Giant Squid's next joint, Sword of the Sea, <laughs> a.k.a. Giant Squid's Pro Skater. Yeah. <laughs> Journey to. <two>. Yeah. <laughs> Giant Squid fucking rules, first off. Let's just get that out of the way. Um, the Pathless, which I feel like was criminally underplayed yeah. in, in the early days of the PS5. Even fucking now. rules. Even now. Um, Pathless is so good. Um, Abzu, I thought, was good it was yeah. more like style over substance but mm-hmm. it was still like absolutely stunning and and mm-hmm. whatever pathless really nailed the gameplay it was still gorgeous but pathless named uh nailed the gameplay sword of the sea feels like it, it's finally hitting both nails on the head <laughs> where like it feels like it's the culmination of what this studio is uh really trying to achieve like mm-hmm. really do the full vision the runes on the sword that they're surfing on yeah look a lot like the runes from journey and it's like i mean maybe you know who the hell knows it's yeah, not who the that hell knows. game company but like right i was gonna say who the hell knows who owns that ip like right. is that a playstation ip is uh, i don't know like right but yeah i mean it's very similar to journey mm-hmm. like same, yeah just the, like the, sure the like does yeah yeah like pathless is reminiscent of journey abzu is very reminiscent of journey but like this is like you're going to talk about like one of the artists who worked on that game and you're going to make a game with like sand dunes and that color mm-hmm. palette and, and like the robes and the runes. And it's like, okay, what are you doing? 
Like, am I going to end up skating with a random stranger online at some point? Like, which would be fucking sick. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm very excited for it. Um, mm-hmm. I Did that get a date? Mm. I mean, like a year? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, it's just kind of an announcement. All right, That's another probably. thing. Just a lot of years in the showcase. This was another yeah, game. This was another game that was like, man, I just want a Treasure Planet game. <laughs> like, just oh, give me a yeah, one, Treasure man. Planet. There's one on PS1. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, hmm. Go throw on some John Resnick and yeah, just vibe. You... <laughs> yeah, nothing won't do that. Like... <laughs> okay. Uh I mean they could take it. Th- I mean Pathless just came out what a couple years ago. So like, there's a launch game on PS5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's probably another year or so. Sounds right. Teardown coming to PS5 this year. Hey. Super uh, ambitious yeah. game. Looks looks really cool. It's Matt, can this game run on a PS5? <laughs> Yeah, it okay. can run on Steam Deck. Like okay. you're good. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Teardown was a. When did it originally come out? Like a couple years back. It, it was in early access for a while, so yeah. I'm not exactly it, it hit sure. 1.0 though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it a heist yeah. game or is it's it a just heist game? Yeah. Okay, because when yeah. I, I I dabbled with it for like a one time for like an hour, and I was like, I'm just destroying shit. <laughs> like I don't remember <laughs> yeah. having a I mean, having too. a quest or whatever. Like I'm just going through seeing what yep. trouble I can cause. Breakthrough <laughs> shit, steal yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh but yeah cool excited mm-hmm. uh, uh full disclosure teardown was a former vicarious joint before my time on the company anyways mm-hmm. still rules uh cat quest pirates of the Perbine i was coming to ps5 and ps4 next year to see this I, I, show up at a playstation show that's what i was gonna say i love that i love that it was here but man did it feel out of place <laughs> i'm a i'm a big fan of the cat quest games they're super mm-hmm. fun they're great uh-huh. but this trailer stuck out like a sore thumb <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it was like, saying, jolly it came out of nowhere yeah that's like i think for folks like us it's like yes cat quest rules it looks yeah. incredible mm-hmm. like all this mm-hmm. all this fantastic stuff and we love seeing it in a showcase mm-hmm. like this a mainstream stage we'll arguably <laughs> arguably the biggest stage of summer game fest versus uh-huh. you know, as uh, aside from the main show yeah. right but who put- i feel like the the core sony audience looking for Metal Gear yeah. solid and spider-man yeah. stuff like that yeah. is fucking screaming at their screen the Peruvian, you kidding me who, Get out of here who put it at that spot though like yeah like who who paced out these games i don't understand i mean i even saw folks like criticize plucky squire for right. it being a, a kid's game and stuff like that like yeah, so, well, fuck you, those you folks. Never fuck i yeah. hate that sentiment so much yeah. me too like, people like, won't go see it. a Pixar movie because it's no. a kid's right. get out of here. It's like being in high school and like, oh, you play Game Boy Advance? You play Pokemon? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also with uh, Cat Quest, shout out to our friend Jenny from Wholesome Games uh, yeah. working on Cat Quest. I, I think she narrated one of the trailers also. Or she might be in the oh, game. Oh, cool. Whoa. Yeah. Something oh. like that. I saw her tweeting about it. That's cool. Don't sleep on those games. Play them. They're, they're usually on. pretty cheap. They're going sale. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. was going to say, I thought I saw the original Cat Quest on sale on the Switch for like ever, like yeah. all the yeah, time. Yeah. 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 So give it a go. Next up, we got, I'm assuming Neva. Yeah. Never Neva. Neva. Or, or Neva. Yeah. I, I, I be, because I think it's Neva, it's going to be Neva. So, yeah. Well, it's the same fucking question that we've been asking about Gris or Grieve for these past fucking few years. It's it's Grieve. Is it? Yes. Okay. I think. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. 
uh, <laughs> Nomada Studio, the the folks behind Gree, uh, yeah, they revealed their next game, Neva, which looks fucking remarkable. Mm-hmm. It's that aesthetic well, shared by well, haunting and terrifying and trauma filled, but gorgeous. The whole, the whole time I'm just like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare <laughs> yeah, you do this to me? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean it's it's the Gree aesthetic, the this beautiful like watercolor painting, uh, just mm-hmm. just vibe throughout, and um, clearly going to rip your fucking heart out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna see it in action though. That was just a like a cinematic trailer, so mm-hmm. I want to see. What Anybody get uh, like. Fern Gully vibes? Fern Gully and PS1 game Heart of Darkness. Mm. Those goop monsters. Yep. Fuck goop. those goop monsters. <laughs> You want to hear the the official description on the Steam page? Mm. Experience the moving tale of a young woman and her lifelong bond with a magnificent wolf as they embark on a thrilling adventure through a rapidly dying world. Embark. Get it? Embark. (laughs) Embark. Uh, (laughs) Embark. I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, that's, uh, yep. (laughs) An emotionally charged action adventure. This is a Kyle ass game. bottle of <laughs> liquor of choice Listen. next to you. <laughs> Happy Moonshine Day, y'all. I was going to say, wait till June 1st and just go to town. Wait till June 1st. I haven't been able to finish watching that trailer. Really? I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It was it was bad timing. And I won't get into it. Oh, here, right. But, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's whatever. Yeah, thank you. Well, but, it's not whatever, but you know what I mean. It, it, no, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a devastating trailer. And how dare, how dare PlayStation do that? <laughs> how dare they? <laughs> You it's can like, just hint at it. Just don't what happened went, in the show. Uh, to Applebee's the day after um, I lost. Uh, and uh, the phrase uh, how to save a life came on. No, oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck everyone here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure you're having a wonderful dinner. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, next up, we got Revenant Hill. Yeah. From the Glory Society and Finji. Which, uh, yeah, the Night in the Woods team. Yeah, yeah. when you see when Wait. I saw the cat running with the exact same cat face yep. as like the it's... main character, and then I it, she's running and I see like humans and I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> were there humans in the other so game? Like, and then I was so confused. No, yeah, we we were kind of talking about this in the Discord of like, well, let me I'm gonna read from the PlayStation blog a little bit. Uh, this is kind of like a the game overview or the the narrative. It's description. a great description. The year is 1919. After the barn he was living in burns down, Twigs the cat takes up residence in a wet log near an abandoned graveyard. When the owl from the next hill over starts demanding rent, Twigs must find a way to make ends meet, and things just get more complicated from there. So clearly, uh, it goes on to into like gameplay mechanics and stuff, but like clearly, it's the same like snark and like mm-hmm. um, kind of kind of commentary that Night in the Woods is going for. Obviously, the same art direction and, and the the animal models. I guess you could you could call it. Is this somehow connected to Night in the Woods, or do you think this is just the studio's aesthetic? I think it's just the another cat aesthetic. game like this, though. Th- <laughs> like yeah, and character. I, I think they just really like that cat. Character. I never finished Night in the Woods, so I can't say if like there's some like dystopian ending of like this is post human apocalypse. But no, no, it's nothing like that. <laughs> there, there's some like. They, I don't know. Remember correctly, they, they did have some stuff. dark stuff. Yeah, yeah. There is some dark they got, stuff they they hint about. So I, honestly, I can't say for sure that it's not. 
Yeah, it's um. So like the the tagline also, it's uh, welcome to Revenant Hill, where your journey to become a witch's familiar begins, which mm-hmm. does sort of hint at Night in the Woods stuff a little bit, kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm curious if this is like. I I, th- I think the the main character is May. I'm curious if mm-hmm. Twigs is May's like descendant or something or, or ancestor yeah. or some shit like yeah. that. And like, there's some weird connection there. Yeah. Anyways, whatever it is, I, I'm all in. I yeah. Night in the Woods is a really special experience. If you haven't played it, I'm sure everybody's or most people have played it at this point. It's not it's not my jam, but I I can appreciate yeah what Night in the Woods is. I I do do want to highlight two sentences here in the description of the game that Mike yeah, didn't want to read because I think they're great. Uh, figure out what the ghosts want hosting increasingly <laughs> ambitious parties for witches and demons and other things that don't have proper names square dance with the possum eat mice it just it's all over the place and i love it <laughs> yeah yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah night in the woods was one of the games where there's it's hard to find a more genuine representation of like a teenager to young adult like it, it just felt so mm-hmm. well written for like like right. no cringe and the only time cringe was there was because they wanted it to be like yeah. that's really hard to do, especially for game writing. So they, I think they nailed that. So next up, we got Towers of Agahaspa. <laughs> I had the same problem yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is from Dreamlit Inc. Uh, looks Avatar meets Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yep, <laughs> with uh, some city building stuff, kind of. <laughs> um, not. 100% my kind of jam. Did, did this click for anybody? It looks real pretty. Looks real <laughs> like pretty. Really yeah. pretty. Yeah. I know like city builder folks are probably, you know, going ham over this and, and the big turtle is really cool. It seems um, more than just a typical city builder though. Like there's like, Oh, combat. for sure. It seems like there's a action adventure yeah. element to it. Yeah. I, I want to see more. Correct. Of it. Yes. I, I, I agree. But I'm glad it, this is one of the I'm glad we got gameplay, though. Like the gameplay does mm-hmm. look cool and fluid and stuff. I just like hopefully it's not trying to bite off more than it could chew. Like hopefully like the city building stuff is like optional. Right. Yeah. One of the few and games like, we actually got gameplay of, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, summer 2024, by the way. Yeah. Oh, that's the next sense. year thing. Yeah. Uh, the Talos Principle 2 got announced. Yeah. It's been anybody, a minute. Anybody uh, Talos Talos Principle? No, but I remember I when that that's cool. When, when that game came out, people were all about it. Like that, mm, yeah. it was a really, it had a really big following when it came out. PS3, I want to no. say. Um, it's on four. Well, it's it's on initially, four, it I think it initially came out on three though. Let's see. I don't think it's that old. I, it's old. It's, it's like, like ten eight years or nine something. years old. Yeah, it is. Twenty fifteen. Nope. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, no way. 2014. So yeah, that's 10 years. Launch year of PS4. Yeah. Uh yeah, I swore I want to uh play Talos until I finish um Jonathan Blow's game. Um Witness. Witness, yeah. Yeah. This is one of those that have a cult following though. Like it's, it's oh, really, oh yeah, really for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh confirming, yeah, uh Windows 2014. PS4 2015, Xbox 2018, Switch 2019. That's it. Uh, yeah, I'm too dumb for this game. <laughs> <laughs> Me and most yeah. games. Wait, so, yeah, I yeah, understand. Yeah. Too dumb. Which is why I really like Planet of Lana. Just saying. Hey, we'll get just to saying. that later. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. Notch, notch. <laughs> Finally, we got Ultros, a psychedelic sci fi side scrolling 
no side scroller coming to <laughs> PS4 and PS5 in 2024. <sighs> Holy shit. Have you ever taken shrooms? <laughs> When's National Shroom Day? And sat in a blacklight uh, room with it. like June blacklight posters that are that have like the the marker with the colors on them. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Nine twenty, September twentieth. It's the holiday for second elk mushrooms. Okay, let's mark down our calendars. They're about to be legal in Oregon. I'm just for saying. no for no reason at all. We just want to know. Yeah. No reason. Uh, so this is from Haddock Studio. I, I want to say it's H A D O Q U. Believe it's Haddock. their first game. I believe so. Uh, Ultras is a psychedelic Metroidvania where you wake up stranded on the sarcophagus. Yep. Uh, a cosmic uterus holding an ancient oh. demonic being trapped in the loop of a black hole. You will have to explore the sarcophagus and meet its inhabitants to understand the part you play. This is, is the metal coolest as thing fuck. ever. It's the coolest yeah. fucking thing in the world. Yeah. I will I will say this. When I, when I saw it for like, like, I don't know, the first like four to five seconds, I was like, this is Nidhogg 3. Like I, I just, I had an inkling. I was like, "This is like the next Nidhogg game." And if the if they make another Nidhogg game, it's gonna look like this. Like I'm calling mm-hmm. it right now. It's gonna look similar to this. All right. It's metal as fuck. I said yeah. something real really stupid cool. yesterday. I'll say it here again. Please do. I like colors a whole lot. And colors, are like, <laughs> colors are good, man. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Good. <laughs> this is uh, throw on some Jimi Hendrix, take some shrooms, and just yeah. put a black is, light on. This, this is, is like. The, Good. No, I'll take it. <laughs> this is like I've never done psychedelic shrooms, but I want to find a babysitter to babysit me, and I want to find them, and I want to play this game. I was gonna say this is the desert scene from Beavis and Butthead to America. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> oh, re- really quickly, um, man. Uh, quickly. Quick, quickly, oh, no. quick, Hold on. quick! Uh, my brain quick, stopped working. Quick, quickly, uh, from the enigmatic mind of renowned artist El Huervo, known for the work as an artist on Hotline Miami series. Ooh. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah, a that's yeah. a so that's a good point. It's inspired by yeah. that by him. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! Oh, hell yeah! Also, the the protagonist's name is Ouija, like Ouija yeah. board. <laughs> Fucking so yeah. cool. Ouija, thank you. It's oh, pronounced Ouija. It's pronounced Ouija. Ouija. Uh, we've Tar-Jay? said it too many times. <laughs> There's going to be demons tonight. <laughs> so, My awesome. paralysis uh, demon's going to show up. You have to go. Awesome. You have to go to go home or whatever the fucking thing is at the end. Take the planchette <laughs> and put it on end or whatever the fuck it is. Awesome. When we go to break in a couple of minutes, I need you to go to the bathroom and say Bloody Mary three times <laughs> in the bathroom. I will. Don't think I won't. <laughs> Guys, uh, I go to every horror movie ever made. Like it, things don't scare me. Like it, uh, try. <laughs> <laughs> try. Oh shit! Well, yeah, that was the uh, that's the indie wrap up for the PlayStation Showcase. Yeah, I think like an impressive showing and and yeah. a much welcomed showing for indies on the main stage. It's really wonderful to see. How many um, was that? Like, a, what was the number? I closed the window. <laughs> it's it's close to. Well, it's impossible to know. It's impossible. It's, it's like thirteen know. or fourteen. If you that's, that's, the a, VR that's a good ass number, like a, yeah. a surprising number. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see Let's it. See. One, Almost two, half. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in the indies thing. And then yeah, like like 13 if you count mm-hmm. the PS PSVR stuff. And then yeah. a half for Phantom Blade, right? Some weird for thing Cole? There. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll we'll give it like a point zero one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just the the zero with the slash, the under oath. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, at the end is, of that. <laughs> yeah. Another half for Five Nights at Freddy's because it's sure, huge, yeah. but technically it's... You know what? Sure. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So point sure. two, point zero two six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cool. need yeah. Harry. Too many decibels. I can't, decibels. I can't compute. So yeah, we're going to take a quick break. And then Austin is going to tell us all about Planet of Lana. And then Matt's oh. going to tell us about Amnesia, the bunker. Patreon.com slash 61Indie helps keep this pigeon flying. Becoming a 61Indie patron means you'll be keeping the mics hot each and every week for the 61Indie cast, expanding our indie game coverage, and funding massive projects such as the Mini Indie Showcase. Not only will you be supporting a small, independently operated company, but you get some bang for your buck as well. The Coop is a monthly vlog where I'll keep you up to date with everything that's going on with 61 Indie and answer all of your questions, all while playing a super rad game I find on itch.io. Clocked Out is our exclusive IndieCast post-show that tends to go a bit off the rails at times. And last but not least, Indie 100, an exclusive podcast where we are ranking the 100 greatest indie games of all time. So if you dig what we're doing, you want a little bit more content, and you want to support our vision moving forward, consider becoming a patron over on patreon.com slash 61indie. And we are back to the show. Uh, before we <laughs> kick it to you, Planet of Lana, yeah. I do want to bring up that I got a special delivery uh, in the past week, I guess. Since we mentioned the artist Hotline Miami, uh, Hotline Miami I got uh, my mm-hmm. Hotline Miami box set vinyl Ooh. for both one and two. And the this art is, is uh, incredible. Art is incredible. Yeah. Incredible. I'm, uh, I haven't gotten into it yet, but yeah, very excited to. Got tendrils coming out of his head. What's going on? Yeah, it's it's a little octo boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then we got this slide. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that, yeah, that dude, that dude can draw. <laughs> you guys, know? yeah, right. <laughs> he can draw. <laughs> it's both games. I think it's six discs. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Super excited to finally have one in my collection because one's been, mm-hmm. I mean, both of them have been gone forever, but I have two. I'd, I'd never had one. Anyway. Send me two. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Austin, you play Planet of Lana. I did. Sorry, my cat was climbing on things, so I was concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, ask me what is bad about Planet of Lana. Well, can I first tell you that Planet of Lana is a, it's about a young girl and her loyal no. friend that embark on a, a rescue mission. No, you can't. Shut a up. world <laughs> full of cold machines and unfamiliar creatures. Planet of Lana is a cinematic puzzle adventure framed by an epic sci-fi saga that stretches across centuries and galaxies by, uh, developed by Wishfully, published by Thunderful. That sounds too what's, good. Oh, so what's awful about this? <laughs> not, not a single thing. There isn't oh, a single great. bad oh, okay. about Planet of Lana. That's why I wanted you to ask me that question. Thank you, Mike slash Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I jumped in. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, for someone like we mentioned earlier, like sometimes puzzle games are like they're, they're, they get too into the weeds and they want to make me mm-hmm. think too much. Planet of Lana isn't that. Like it's like I need to drop a thing down so it it gets the attention of a creature so then I can jump down and run and then get to them right before they get me and then use my little pet to do something else. Like and it. Adds new mechanics and new mechanics and new mechanics at such a good rate. Like as soon as you're like, man, I got this one mechanic down. Right then they introduce a new one. Like it's not they don't throw a lot at you at once. Like it's paced well. It's fucking stunning. Like the amount of times that I have just stopped playing, put the controller down, and was just staring at the TV and just looking <laughs> at like the backdrop. It's like genuinely probably the prettiest game I've played in like I don't know years. Like it looks that good. And then with it being on Game Pass, like. Ooh, you got you got a gem like this thing is yeah. awesome yeah and then uh there are there's no combat 
So cool. it, everything is like if you get chased down by these little robo alien dudes, it's just a one hit kill. And mm-hmm. I will say, Rodents. I wish I could respawn a little faster, but it's not it's not a bad respawn time either. Like it's like I could do like a few more clicks, but like it's I'm not I'm not sitting there like God, this takes forever. Like it, it's it's a good speed, but I could use a little bit faster, I guess. But yeah, yeah. So. Uh, you internally in the Discord, you you mentioned that you were kind of struggling with the last puzzle. The the very last puzzle is one where I was looking at there's two things on a wall and like one is like a key and then you go to the other one and it shows you like another part of the key essentially and i completely missed the part where some of them are color-coded and i found that at the end and then so it was mostly my fault but they they throw they throw a lot at you in that one puzzle instance they have these things Mm -hmm. that i like to i coined in my review like (laughs) puzzle set pieces and so, like, you have your typical, like, uh, distracted creature, get across, and, like, a platforming puzzle. Like, those those are just, like, the entirety, like, 90% of the game. But then you get to, like, a essentially, like, like a end point on, like, that chapter of what you just did. And it's, like, a more, uh, like, genuinely mind-curdling um, puzzle. And you have to actually yeah. sit there and just, like... Instead of doing a platforming, it to like move these logs to reveal something else, and then go up there and pull something so it like it chimes on a bell and make sure you did it right and right in the right sequence to find out. Like, there's a lot to it, but I never felt daunted by it. That last one, I was just mad because I I was so close to beating the game, and I'm like, I know I'm at the end because they had these collectibles where it when you get them, it has like a little uh, like a achievement, and they're numbered achievements. So like I didn't know what chapter I was I was on while I was playing it, but I'd get I'd find one of these shrines which are, which are collectibles and it said you found shrine six out of ten or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So when I found the shrine right before that puzzle, I found shrine nine out of ten, and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. damn, like I'm I'm right there. So I I knew I was like, why am I I missed something? I totally did. It was, it was the color coded the the simplest thing that I just could not understand because I was trying to do all the other stuff with like the numbers and like Morse code nonsense and yeah. That was on me. That was my fault. That was my. <laughs> That's good. When you mentioned that, I was like, "Oh no, am I too dumb for this game?" <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think okay. I was just really dumb in that moment, and I was also like, I really wanted to get done for review, so I was probably kind of. Yeah, of course, it was. It, it's always different to play a game for review than just playing yeah, a game for your leisure. But we can have it. That's yeah. the conversation for another time. But yeah, the game's great. I, I can't think of a genuine like knock against the game. The way oh, I like yeah, awesome. the way I put it in my review was like the the puzzles like they're they're not special. Like the the like platforming puzzles, they're just they're really well crafted, and they're like, yep, this is exactly what I would expect from this. But everything else about Planet of Lana is special. Like that, that I don't know how else to put that. Like the worst thing I can say is that the platforming puzzles are good. Like that, that's the worst thing I can say. So yeah, Kyle, how's that music? Oh, fantastic! Like there were times where I was like, I'm getting hints of like Star Wars music and like it like the heights of star wars and like like somber adventurous with a hint of like whimsical Mm -hmm. if that if that makes sense like yeah like i I don't know i'm not a big star wars person but even i was like i hear i hear the inspiration here i i totally get this so stormtroopers (laughs) thank you oh my god thank you i I need that for my review i gotta rewrite my review um composers are less from less guardian i think yeah yeah and I, there's even hints of like in the storytelling for like character character to character because there's no dialogue. The only words that I can make out were names like Lana and Mui, which is like your little pet thing. Um, and yeah, but there's like hints of that in their storytelling where it's like eh, I get a little little team eco or whatever uh, mm-hmm. um, homage here or whatever, Sweet whatever nice. you want to point it. So yeah, it, it's great. It's worth your time. It's probably the best indie I've played all year. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, how long? 
long does it take you? Um, if I didn't lose like an hour to that last puzzle, I probably sure. would have been around four hours. Love so it. I would say yeah, I would say probably three and a half to five and a half max, and that's if you struggle at a puzzle or something. Mm-hmm. Yes, you love yeah. to fucking hear it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems it's like great. it's a must play, especially with Game Pass and whatnot. I, gen- and yeah, it I seems genuinely like think it's a must play. Yes. Yeah, and like universally, it seems like it's beloved. So fuck yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome mm-hmm. that it, like it it did the thing it, it, after it, like so much hype it. behind it. Like mm-hmm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And this is their debut title, I think. So like, holy oh. crap! Yeah, I cannot wait for what they have next. <laughs> Planet of Lana 2, baby. Probably, right? Let's, <laughs> I mean, do, like, it. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Galaxy of Lana. <gasps> they just go to space. Yeah, go to space. Matt, before we uh, get into the, the weekend uh, wrap-up and stuff, you played the Amnesia, the bunker demo. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. You're, you're a big Amnesia boy. You have some in Amnesia. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, uh, love frictional games. Um Everything they've done so far is fantastic. Uh, so yeah, you are a World War One French soldier in a bunker, and <laughs> there's <laughs> darkness, y'all. <laughs> uh, so you get a um, soon after you wake up. There is a flashlight, but it's a, like one of those old um, pull the cord wind gear ones. But the problem is, it makes so much noise. The thing that's down there with you can hear you when you're. Oh. So if you I don't like how you, you said that. Noise. <laughs> so the like, thing that's yeah. down there with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. You'll be in a pitch black room and like on the first poll, like you'll get like a dim light show up. So like you could think you're alone and then like something could show up. Uh, no. A little later <laughs> on, like there is a generator that you can put gas into to light the lights in the bunker. But this is the first amnesia game that's kind of more open world. Oh. And I never played uh, Evil Within 2. So this is my first open world horror game and it's fantastic it's yes. it's spooky because like you you think you're on the right track but then like oh you got to backtrack and like oh you hear a lot of noises oh there's something uh, coming out of that wall uh and it does the thing better here I, frictional games has learned from their past mistakes you don't show the thing too early like you see parts of the thing but you don't mm-hmm. know exactly what's after you which is good because all of the terror, all of the mystique goes away once you see what's after you. Mm-hmm. Like the scariest thing in the world is what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the sound design, um, you have to shoot a lock early on. And just because you're in like such an enclosed area, it's deafening. It's like it's a loud bang and like you hear a little bit of tinnitus in there. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. This is, I think, their best game so far. Wow. Oh, okay um and i and full love, disclosure matt just played the demo he's not yeah just he, just the demo he's not currently playing the full release yeah but you said um, you've played a lot of their titles you said you're a fan of frictional or whatever right yeah i've played every one of the games <laughs> you're a fucking fan of frictional or whatever uh, well i'm just saying him saying it's their best game yeah no, like he has the experience yeah. to back that up is what i'm getting uh, yeah. i think soma is their best intellectual game remove the monsters there's a trainer you can play that game without the monsters don't play it with monsters um mm-hmm. but this is their best game so far yeah that's a statement how how much did you play? Like what, what did the demo, like what was it like an hour preview kind of thing? Uh, yeah. Minutes? So I played about an hour and 20 minutes. If I was, was smarter, it probably would have been done within like 40 minutes or so. Um, <laughs> but there's a couple traps I ran into. So like, I also had to heal myself. Um, and just a lot of noises were happening down there. So I was being very slow. Um, 
but there's a lot of notes, a lot of lore you can find in this game. It's fantastic. Like the atmosphere is there. I can't wait to play this on PC because games like this, you need to play on PC or VR because like you need that immersion one to one with your mouse. Like there you're VR working. There is not. But I mean, oh. like horror games are at their best when you're playing with sure. a mouse or in VR, um, in my opinion, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I've always been someone who was kind of turned off when there's like a bunch of notes and like a lot of writing. But from mm-hmm. what I've when I've played of Amnesia, which I've dabbled in a few of them, the notes are they're never long. Like they're like they're, right. there's like a few words and you're like, now I'm more scared. <laughs> and then you put it down, you go and you find another one. It, but it's never like a book page, if that makes well, sense. Like from what yeah, I've played. The, the first game definitely has some of those. Um, yeah. There's a lot of yeah. like you pick up notes from Daniel who's writing to himself because he drank a potion to give himself amnesia. Um, so it's a little uh-huh. wordy. Um, but in this one, at least, there's a lot of lore about, from different people writing about like what's going on in this bunker. Sure. Like a lot of shit's going wrong. Like that's fair. It's fantastic. And oh, one thing I didn't mention, this is still going on during World War One. So there is shells being dropped above oh, the bunker at random fantastic. points. And it's just like boom, and again, the sound design. So like jump Hell scares, yeah. you never know when might happen. <laughs> The dude's like, can we stop the war for a second? I am right. dealing with this thing. <laughs> all right. Just give me here. a break. <laughs> and uh yeah, it alludes to the Roman tunnels, and it's like, oh fuck. Like <laughs> it's gonna Matt, go places. Matt, you know my taste in horror. You know, um, you know, we're we're the horror boys here. It's good, Mike. Yeah. It's good. Okay. June 6th, I will be I playing want, it. Yeah, me too. Boy. Austin, yeah. you want to be a horror? Could we could we I let think, Austin I think Austin horror should be part yeah. of it? Yeah. Yay! Austin says he's okay. not scared by anything, so like, it yeah, takes, like, yeah, it takes a lot. I I grew up watching boy. like <laughs> Conjuring when I was like six. <laughs> like I was, I just I don't know. You were that young when that came out. Wait, <laughs> what was you? the first one? Well, no, no, no. Didn't they remake Conjuring? What am I thinking of? No, <laughs> Poltergeist. Maybe Poltergeist. I don't oh, think God. you were six in 2013. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I thought, I thought Conjuring was the one they remade, but I could be wrong. No, that's. It's the James Wan joint. Yeah. What am I thinking of then? It's not Poltergeist. Poltergeist got remade though, right? Yeah, Poltergeist, yeah, Poltergeist, Poltergeist got remade with Sam Rockwell. Uh, I'm just down my terrible. names. Yeah. We've, we've established this a long time ago. I don't do well. With <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> In 1942. <laughs> was, was there a clown doll? No. Was there a pool of I've... bodies and skeletons? Well, I mean, if there's no clown doll. It was the one where that girl is like there. taken over by a demon and she like cusses at the priest and stuff. Oh, Exorcist. Exorcist. That's what I was there looking for. There hasn't been a remake, though. There's about to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Coming this October from David Gordon Green, The Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Amnesia <laughs> the Bunker coming up. Uh, yes. uh, PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series XS, and Xbox One. I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. I'm going to steal the Greg Miller thing. Kyle, June 6th is so far away. What's happening this weekend, Indy? Oh, wow. I'm glad you said you're going to steal it. I don't know why I said that. This is mine. And Monday, May 29th, <laughs> the high rise PC early access. The high rise is a first person survival game set in a high rise building that has been sealed off by an alien monster invasion. Gather resources to make fighting weapons and survival tools. You must find and send a rescue signal at the end of your desperate survival. Not to be confused with the Tom Hiddleston movie, the high rise hmm. or evil dead rise or evil dead rise. I've never heard of that. Or Rise, Son of Rome. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> or Towering Inferno. High Rise, except it's spelled with a Y, like Rise, Son of Rome. It's not. 
I looked into this quick. It looks like uh, you have like Sons of the Forest or whatever, but you're in a giant building. Nice. <laughs> oh. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Tuesday, May 30th, Friends versus Friends on PC, PS4, and 5, Xbox Shocked. One, and Series X. Friends versus Friends is a frantic online PvP shooter that combines combat and deck building. Choose a character, build your deck, and test your friendship with the craziest card effects. Fast, fun, friends. Hmm. I did not know this was coming out so soon. Well, again, we take all this from leases.com. Who knows? Sure. Take it with a grain of salt. But it's always so funny when they're like confirmed. I'm like, is it? Mm. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Is, is, well, it's like it? even even IGN had Amnesia the Bunker <laughs> releasing last week. I was like, no, somebody's not working. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm holding. We're loading. I don't, know, I don't know what I can hold on to anymore, Mike. Yeah, friends versus friends, May thirtieth. Okay. Yeah. Confirmed. Wow. Wild. Also on Tuesday, May thirtieth, Shame Legacy PC, PS4, and five Xbox One Series X. Here's a releases.com ass description. Take it yeah, away, it Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Shame Legacy is the first person survival horror game that takes place in a forsaken cultist village of the nineteenth century. As the player, your main goal is to survive by using stealth and escape mechanics while solving puzzles to uncover your connection to the village. However, there's an eerie danger looming over you at all times. The game starts with you waking up confused in a past equivalent of an anger management convention where you quickly realize that you are being hunted. You soon find out that you are the prey thereafter and the legacy of your family seems to have caught up to you in an unexpected way. Turns out that your inheritance is not a fancy yacht, but rather a dangerous legacy that you must confront and overcome to survive. Now, could, could we? This is a great example of <laughs> releases.com versus Steam. <laughs> Just because I don't know where the fuck releases.com gets these. Yeah. <laughs> the Steam description Shame Legacy is a first person survival horror set in a forsaken cultist village. You attempt to survive using stealth and escape. Uh, by solving puzzles, you unravel the mystery that's haunting you. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's more succinct. Yeah, <laughs> they must take it from the um, oh my god, Prescott. Yeah, maybe. Uh, this looks fucking cool though. This looks that's really why, fucking cool. That's why I edited it because I feel I like, like you the guys, the, the, the three of you, the horror boys. Yeah, like yeah, this. the HBs, the HBs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the HBs, the HBs. Also on Tuesday, May 30th, uh, finally, System Shock Remastered on um, Linux. Mac I'm going to just raise my hand here real quick. Yeah. Is that, is that don't, indie? Don't come at us about, oh, it's not indie. Fuck it. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, System Shock rebuilt from the ground up with the Unity engine. It's a complete remake of the genre-defining <laughs> classic from 1994. One of the first 3D games to take a methodical approach to exploration. System Shock's story-driven narrative was revealed through audio logs and messages scattered throughout the game world making it a revolutionary step forward for interactive storytelling. Players find themselves trapped aboard a Citadel station, battling cyborgs and mutated crew members corrupted by the maniacal AI known as Shodan, one of the most treacherous antagonists ever conceived. System Shock offered an unparalleled experience that solidified it as one of the greatest games of all time. Never played it. Wait, it's called System Shock Remastered? It's just uh, called System Shock. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because then Thanks you said it was a remake, com. and I was confused. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what is it, Kyle? Come on. Hey, yell at the releases.com. <laughs> no. Mr. <Hello>. Release. <laughs> uh, Matt, have you played System Shock? I feel like I'm the, you're the only person I can ask this question to. <laughs> I've played a little bit of two. I have, I've never played the original. It's just interesting because there is an enhanced edition of right. System Shock already. Which out is there, a remaster. But this is a, 
full remake yeah, yeah. um i'm interested uh because yeah, this is um a lot of like bioshock and stuff like that came from right. system shock um deus ex team all that jazz uh worked on these yeah well like games. immersive sim like is that technically the genre yeah um yeah, yeah i'm interested and on Wednesday, May 31st, Doomblade on PC, Deep Underground Gloom Girl discovers Doomblade, a sentient weapon hellbent on escape from after eons and chains. Together, Doom and Gloom embark on a brutal quest to unlock the powers of the void and destroy the Dreadlords once and for all in this 2D action Metroidvania. Looks great. I played this at PAX. Yeah, you did. It's pretty fun. Uh, yeah. I'm not a PC boy, so I sucked at it, but it's uh, yeah. pretty cool. Basically, your mouse, you got to kind of uh drag and your momentum will go in that direction that's how you go about the maps and traverse and and attack and stuff it's interesting it's pretty cool that's what i want the only vampire survivors on mobile just just tap and you go instead of having Mm -hmm. to use the thing for sure the only good keyboard and mouse game is trombone champ cali continue (laughs) minesweeper has a has a famous (laughs) decarnation (laughs) i'm off my game today pc ps4 and 5 and switch uh exploring a haunting world both real and metaphorical and find the keys needed to battle inner and outer monsters get caught up in an intensely emotional story unfolding in a malignant elaborate setting experience diverse gameplay featuring twisted puzzles threatening creatures lovecraftian environments and metaphorical minigames the Incarnation takes inspiration from the best 2D adventure horror and survival horror games from the past eras, as well as cult movies from Satoshi Khan, Perfect Blue, and David Lynch, Mulholland nice. Drive. Yeah, this is a 100% David Lynch joint. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching the trailer now. It looks sick. It was unveiled at a future game show I saw. That's Metaphorical mini games. So do they not exist? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you You decide. <laughs> yeah, you decide. Uh, we're looking at a spooky summer from the sounds of it. Spoo- spooky, yeah, spooky summer, dude. It's a good year for horror. A good, a good heebie-jeebie summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Candle Night is coming to PC. Wield your flame to overcome menacing creatures lurking in the shadows of a ruined castle. Use the dynamic difficulty system to your advantage. Traverse challenging platform sections and solve cryptic puzzles inside surreal paintings in this 2.5D action adventure platformer. And last but, we've seen it before yeah. yeah uh last but not least on wednesday the 31st the tartarus key pc ps4 e- xbox yeah. one and switch there's no way out for alex young who wakes up to find herself locked in a strange mansion filled with puzzles traps and cameras following her every move whether she and her companions live or die and find the truth behind their objection is up to you in this first person mystery thriller wow. fuck yeah let's yes, go please Grunge horror, baby. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Thursday, June 1st, uh, we got Budget Cuts for PC and PSVR 2. Budget Cuts is a VR stealth game where you dexterously zip, sneak, or Rambo your way forward through thrilling, oil splatter-filled combat. How does one Wait, Rambo? Yeah, is how, Rambo how, a verb how, now? How, how does it's one right. Rambo through stealth? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mike? You have a question? Uh, just, just clarity. Uh, Budget Cuts came out back in 2018. It's coming to PSVR 2 now, finally. Oh, okay. Thanks Just, for releases that cop. Uh, killer, Fre- killer Frequency. PC, PS4, mm-hmm. 5, Switch, Xbox One, Series X. Killer Frequency is a first-person horror adventure that puts you in the shoes of Forrest Nash, a late-night radio host whose callers are being stalked by a mysterious killer. Solve puzzles, save lives, and run the switchboards, all Forrest while listening Nash. to a jukebox of retro 80s tunes. Yeah. yeah. Looks good. 
Gibbon, Beyond the Trees, PC, yeah, PS4, Gibbon. and 5, and Switch. Where have you played Gibbon? Uh, it came out a- originally a long time ago on oh, okay. mobile. No, it came out on Switch a long time ago, I think. Oh, okay. This is the monkey uh, game, right? It's the monkey game yeah. about Master saving the-, the trees. Master the Gibbons art of movement with a unique move set that lets you swing, slide, and somersault through a lush jungle canopy and experience a free-flowing story of family and survival as you search for a home that may be lost forever. Uh, Homebody on PC, yep. PS4, 5, Xbox One, Series X. In Homebody, Emily and her college friends reunite at a secluded rental house to watch the Perseid meteor shower. As they attempt to reestablish their once tight-knit bonds, unresolved conflicts and social anxieties leave F- Emily feeling alienated. When the power mysteriously cuts out, an unexpected sense of relief blankets the group. But as the darkness descends, a concealed killer arises, systematically hunting her the friends. Jesus. Down. Next week, <laughs> what is going on? What? <laughs> Like, it was all, all like wholesome there for a second. Like, yeah, reconnect with your friends and like realize Murder. how much you grew as people and like people move away from each other. That happens with age. And then like, no, they're straight up murder. It's like, yo, you've been feeling whimsy from Tears of the Kingdom? Fuck you, trauma. <laughs> uh, Matt, I put this uh, one on the bottom to for, for both of us. Best for oh. us, baby. Let's go. Uh, Driftwood, PC Early Access. A game mm. about high-speed downhill longboarding mm-hmm. and a sloth named Eddie. Carve <laughs> up the mountainside as you drift through the beautiful landscape and find the perfect balance of speed and control. Driftwood yes. goes so hard. Uh-huh. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, you play as a little sloth and you're longboarding down hills and you're just fucking cruising in the streets, baby. It's yep. so good. It's so good. I'm trying to get over soon. I'm excited. Yeah. Beginning of June is horror, I guess. Right. It is not horror next week. Yeah. It's never too early. That's true. I'm going to go put up my giant um, spirit Halloween monkey outside. I'm going to tell you. uh, The Rob Zombie Halloween movies came out in August and it was like balls hot. It's like, why are there autumn horror movies coming out in the heat of summer? Yeah. Actually, I just, really quick tangent, and then we'll end and go to the post show. Um, I just saw a TikTok that was an interview with Rob Zombie about Halloween and mm-hmm. how like the production of that, like I guess one of the producers like saw cuts of it and he was saying how every frame of the movie was fucking trash and he kept just like shitting on Rob. And he the the producer ended up hiring an editor for Rob. Rob didn't like he wanted to work with his own editor, so he just yeah. sent the hired guy to do like bullshit clear like character work just to keep him busy and get paid um and then when halloween came out first off like 10 a.m like day of release the dude said like how much of a fucking mess it was and then like all of a sudden that weekend hit and it's like doing gangbusters everybody right. fucking loves it and all of a sudden the dude changes his tunes like oh my god every frame of this movie is a masterpiece you did such a great job blah 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 so rob wanted to get out of his he had a three movie contract to do mm-hmm. halloween one through three he did not want to do two and three so like Halloween two apparently like went like cycled through directors like that and nobody wants to fucking do it. So eventually they reached out to Rob again, fucking commenting on the, the or, or complimenting the original Halloween. And Rob was like, "Listen, I'll do two, but you have to get me out of the fucking contract. Like that's I don't want to do a three. Um, yeah. So Weinstein I'm assuming company, that's why uh, two not great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Weinstein Company. Uh, yeah. Produces. Yeah. 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 Mahal. I'm kind of an apologist for that second movie. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's as awful as a lot of people think it is, but the first if, one, the first Rob Zombie Halloween is my favorite Halloween. If you're watching it thinking it's another Halloween movie. Yeah. 
it's not good. But if you're watching it like in, in a close space, Halloween one and two, and this is its own closed story, it's good. Yes. I love three season of the witch. I don't care what anybody says. I love that movie. It's the best TV made for TV horror movie ever. <laughs> We all thank you for listening to another episode of the Heebie Jeebies cast. <laughs> you can follow us at Heebie Jeebies. Uh, follow <laughs> us at 61ND on Twitter. Keep up to date you, with uh, all the stuff we got. Good. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, June 1st, we got some stuff to talk about, uh, and we can't wait to share uh, what's coming next. It's going to be cool. Uh, but yeah, next week is going to be a weird episode of IndieCast where we will have Jacob on to do video game trivia. Should be a blast. Um, yeah follow on twitter sub on youtube leave a kind review share with your friends join the discord a lot of cool people in there and that's it we'll catch you next week